0: The stuff is here now. Great new
1: taste sensation. Light and free now. Gives you elevation. Enough is never enough. Enough is never enough of the stuff. Mm, the stuff, the taste that makes you hungry for more. The stuff, the taste that delivers.
0: Enough is never enough.
1: Is this? Mm, who are you trying to reach? What number is this? What number are you trying to reach? I don't know. Well, I think you have the wrong number. Do I? It happens. Take it easy. Hello? I'm sorry. I guess I dialed the wrong number. <laughs> well, so, why'd you dial it again? To apologize. You're forgiven. Bye now. Wait, wait. Don't hang up. What? I want to talk to you for a second. <laughs> What's your favorite podcast? Uh, I don't know. Mine is Friends with Benefits with Chris and also Chris. I'm Chris.
0: I'm also Chris.
1: And we are your friends with Benefits.
0: Hashtag FWB
1: it's Halloween season and we've got plenty of tricks and treats to go around. If you don't believe us, just ask our dear friend, the Crypt Keeper.
0: The closest thing to dead air you'll find on the
1: scare waves. <laughs> That's right. It is another Entry into Halloween season And You can tell now It's definitely Halloween season Because it is it is much colder outside Than it was even yeah, this, this time This is fucking week. bullshit
0: <laughs> I catch COVID I'm down for the count for four fucking days I don't leave my apartment for four days Four And it goes from like 83 To like 52 And it's horse shit and i
1: hate it now i'm i'm torn a little bit because i hit my stride in hoodie season because i have so many hoodies uh that i love breaking them out and so i'm like i'm hitting my stride as far as like my wardrobe goes but yeah i don't i don't like it i'm not a not a big fan of it um so what I am a fan of is uh that my work week is now half over because it's only a four-day work week for me because I'm taking Friday off so that I can come see you.
0: Oh, yeah, it's basically just a four-day work week for me if yes. you include the uh like I don't know, half-ish day I'm working on Friday.
1: Yeah. Um and I'm I can tell you how much fun I'm expecting to have this weekend because I told my boss I was like I said I'm gonna I I told him that I was gonna be gone on Friday for a nerd convention which is how I always say it now when I put in a time off request and he was like oh that's (laughs) great like I told him about a little bit and he was and I said you know what as a matter of fact I think I'm gonna have so much fun give me the whole next week off as well So, so I have the entire next week off uh because I just know that it's going to be uh, a a crazy time, and it's going to take me five additional days to recover. Before then, I go back out to another convention in Tennessee. So, yeah, we're kind of like busy the next
0: few weeks <laughs> with like conventions yeah. and bullshit. Like,
1: yeah, because then a few yeah. weeks after that, you're going to be going to another convention. So, like. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be mm-hmm. uh, we're gonna be repping the show and the brand all over the place over the next five weeks. So, just when I was like, "Yeah, convention season's usually like the spring," so you know, like March, April, you know, and then sometimes you get one in in the summer. But like other than that, it's not. There's not much. And it's like I, we've been busier in the last few weeks and upcoming few weeks than we have been, you know, all year when it comes to this stuff. So, uh, jeez. And now I'm going to be pissed off this entire episode because I'm going to be distracted. So if I trail off and I'm distracted, it's not my fault because so I, you know, I we use the I use the Rodecaster uh the 2 whatever the uh the Rodecaster Pro 2, uh whatever the whatever that yeah. is called. And so it's got the big, like it's got the touchscreen on the front, and I'm weird about it. So like I left the, I left the protective sticker over the touchscreen because you can still use the touchscreen without it, like with with the with the thing on it. So I just kind of left it on there because uh, I was like, it's fine, and um, you know, it's it's no big deal. I'll just leave it on there. But now that touchscreen, like the sticker, the clear mm-hmm. sticker that it ships with, has something on it. There's like a. It looks like there's like something like a, some kind of liquid, a drop of some kind of liquid got on it and then like dried. So I want to just like scrape it off, but I can't because it's on a touch screen. So if I touch it, all oh, kinds of sucks. stuff is going to happen, but it's like, it's right in the middle. So I have to stare at it for the entire show. So it's going to really, really frustrate me. <sighs> yeah. And not distract you at all. Not, not even a little bit. Um, so yeah, like I said, uh i will be uh i will be not at work on friday because this weekend at the central bank center in historic downtown lexington october 20th through the 22nd you know it baby uh fridays uh, all the passes are still available but uh, uh weekend passes and saturday passes are listed as limited um but it will be the return of the sinister side of Comic Con, it's Scarefest weekend, baby, and we're yeah. we're gonna be there covering it. Uh, I made a stupid purchase over the weekend, which is going to impact my Scarefest, so that's dumb as shit. But here we are, um, <laughs> with guests such as uh, Michael Myers, James Jude Courtney, and Nick Castle, uh, Richard Dreyfus. Uh, a Day of the Dead reunion and giant photo op with uh, six different uh, Day of the Dead contributors, including Tom Savini and uh, a bunch of actors, a lot of Friday the 13th Final Girls, Uh, a Sleepaway Camp reunion, a 40-year reunion for Sleepaway Camp, which is pretty great, a bunch of people from Terrifier 2, um adrian barbeau and uh just just a ton of people
0: yeah like the I, i'm
1: pretty sure even like a
0: key grip from terrifier 2 is a, a is a
1: guest <laughs> bill mosley who's always hanging around i think he's still there from the food court from last year uh, <laughs> i just don't think he left i think he's just kind of there uh which is fine like he's a good dude he's a stand-up dude um Former WCW World Heavyweight Champion David Arquette is appearing Friday and Saturday only. That's Um, the photo
0: op I need. That's the photo op I need.
1: David Morrissey uh, from... Who? uh, I know that name. He was uh, the governor in Walking Dead. Yeah. Uh, Doug Bradley. Shit. Dylan McFriggin Dermott is going to be there
0: so i mean from one of the only good seasons of american horror story yeah uh jack
1: osborne i what
0: i gotta go on an american horror story rant here in a minute
1: yeah because they put out a new season they've started a new (laughs) season and i'm sure it as the same. I'm going to ask you if it follows the same pattern as every American horror. Oh, story. I don't
0: fucking know. I'm. Uh, like, I don't. No, mean, no. Trust me. It'll make no, sense.
1: It'll make sense when I ask you. Uh, Kane okay. friggin hotter is going to be there, and hopefully not choke the shit. I mean, we've 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 made friends. It's okay. Um, I want him
0: to just whoop your ass one good time. Uh,
1: I mean, somebody's going to at some point because I'm very much overdue for it. So, you know, if it's not him, it's going to be somebody else. Uh, so, uh, Tyler Labine is going to be there. That's awesome. Uh, so whole lot of, can so- we just ask if he'll hang out with us? I'm just like- going to, I, like, I'll tell him that, uh, we can, like, we'll just talk about how much we love Reaper if he just hangs out with us a little bit.
0: Yeah, like Uh, we will buy him alcohol and pay for his dinner if he'll have like an hour long conversation with us about Reaper.
1: Yeah, that's all I really want is I just want to chat about Reaper for a while because my God, I loved that show so much. Um, But uh, so, yeah, tickets are available now. Scarefestweekend.com. Make sure to pick those up now. You don't want to be shut out uh, because Saturday tickets are limited. Saturday is always the really busy day. Uh, they have got a lot this year, so you don't want to be left out, and uh, you want to uh, be able to get your David Arquette photo op. You want to get your uh, Terrifier two group photo op. Your Day of the Dead reunion. No, you
0: don't. No, you don't. That, that Terrifier <laughs> two group photo op is like three hundred and seventy dollars. Yeah, you do
1: If you if you really want that, you can pay. You can pay us. $375, and we'll give you a much better picture. Um,
0: yeah, and we'll even watch Terrifier 2 with you.
1: Yeah, oh, I would do that. I would absolutely. $375? What, I'll tell you what, yeah. how about this? How about this? for 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 $375, not only would we feed you, but we would watch a better horror movie than... Terrifier 2 we would give you the choice Jason of, X we would give you the choice of Chopping Mall oh, Killer yeah. Workout Oh yeah Jason X Oh yeah or huh? The The uh, Old VHS rip of TNT's Monster Vision Playback of Friday the 13th part 6
0: You, you forgot Hidden option number 5 Oh what's number 5 haunted ween baby
1: haunted ween you have that on dvd don't you
0: oh yeah okay
1: i was gonna say i i know i know uh that i think i've got at least one extra somewhere that um uh if we had if you didn't have one i would bring it for you but um uh yeah haunted ween would be number five haunted ween would always be my pick but it would be real close with jason x but um haunted ween one of the best and um so we would watch one of those with you and we would get wasted and watch a superior horror movie and um, flesh,
0: we're going to get wasted and watch one of those this weekend oh anyway. God,
1: yes. Here's here's what's going to happen this weekend is we're going to get trashed. Uh, we're going to watch one of those movies. At some point, my butt will be out. It's going to be a great time. <laughs> that's all I'm saying is at some point, like, you know, it's going to be a fantastic weekend. So uh, that's all. Uh now would be a good time to uh uh subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um just kidding. No. No, just kidding. But uh, yeah, so get your tickets now, Scarefestweekend.com, October 20th, 21st, 22nd. Uh we're gonna have uh some swag to give away. Uh if you see us, we're gonna have uh coasters and uh keychains and uh Hugs. Yeah, a bunch hugs. of other crap. Uh so that'll be fun. Um, American Horror Story. So let me ask you, does it start like, is it like, does it follow the pattern of every single American Horror Story season where the first episode is great and you're like really invested and then the next episode you're invested a little less because they do something real weird just for the sake of being weird. Then the next episode it gets a little weirder and you get less invested. And then pretty soon you're just like, I just don't give a shit and you just stop watching it.
0: Yeah, uh, that when, when I saw that Kim Everest. Kardashian is like the main star uh, of yeah. this season, I was like, no, out. Yeah, out. like at some point they decided that like being sexy was more important than like actual horror. And don't get me wrong, like the thought of like sitting down and watching a Kardashian on screen for thirteen episodes is terrifying.
1: Yeah, uh, trust me, that first movie I saw her in was uh, was pretty much a horror movie. I see what you did there. Yeah, you know. I see what you did there. You know. That's what I do. Yeah, uh uh the the first season was was one of the better seasons and then progressively they got worse and worse like as the series as the season goes on like they just they just do weird things for the sake of doing weird things. And I even really wanted to like the the when they did like the 80s summer camp one, because, you know, like, dude, that's my that's right up my alley. Like, it does not get much more me than that. And it was a struggle to finish it. Like, it took work to finish that season.
0: Uh. And, you know, every time this has come up in conversation, this is probably like the third or fourth time you've heard me do this rant. Hotel. I was on yeah. board the entire fucking season. I was even on board with the weird Lady Gaga vampire kid shit. It, until it was like, I don't know, season episode eight, nine, ten, somewhere around. that. I can't remember how many episodes were in hotel. But when you find out that the main detective guy is the killer he's looking for. Yeah, dumb. I was just like, nope, done here. Yeah. And it was just, yeah, it was, and, you know, like uh, Kathy Bates is talking to him at one point, point. she's like, yeah, I never knew which version of you was going to walk through the door. And I was just like, this is fucking stupid. Yeah, it's dumb.
1: Uh, I really wanted to like Asylum, and... I remember just not liking it and maybe I need to go back and revisit it, but it's the only season I would have. Asylum got way too busy. Yeah. Like
0: there's a serial killer. There's a serial killer son. There's aliens. There's possessions. There's a killer Santa Claus. There's, you know, people being trapped there. I mean, there were like, nine or ten different storylines and like at one point you know when they introduce ian mcshane as like a killer santa claus no spoiler there they make it abundantly clear that that's what he is like Mm. they were still adding characters in i think it was like episode 10 or 11 and it was a 12 episode season they introduced a new character like with two episodes left and i was like are you kidding me
1: yeah, that's not that's not really future planning that well. Um Yeah, yeah the um uh the the, the uh, one of the only like I've started just about every season, but I've only finished I think a couple. Um yeah, the camp started out so great and it was everything I wanted it to be and then it just kept doing like it was very like Vince Russo swerve for the sake of swerving that Mm -hmm. was like it didn't really serve a purpose and it was kind of dumb but you know they'll never see it coming bro so you do it to surprise them and it's like yeah people get tired of that because it doesn't have a purpose like
0: yeah surprise factor only works if it's wanted and has payoff yeah Uh,
1: so yeah uh, in that case not not gonna be in a rush to watch the new one maybe I'll go back and try and do Asylum again I don't know Um, I don't know I may revisit something I'm kind of running out of horror stuff to watch this year because I've gone through like every franchise so far Uh, I've been running through them so uh, I don't really know I'm gonna have to find something else, um, because I, I have to wait for the uh, the Five Nights at Freddy's movie it doesn't come out till like the twenty seventh. I think it starts streaming on. Mm-hmm. Um, it starts streaming, so can't watch that yet. But it's all right. That's on my list. Um, but you know, I finished the uh, the Final Destination franchise, and um, I will go ahead and say this: that the Final Destination franchise those movies and i want to talk to you about this because uh i feel like you will have a good insight into this this topic is the final destination movies i'll give them credit is they all have pretty great soundtracks oh yeah and like every movie has at least like a couple of standout musical Accompaniments, whether it's like the score or the actual soundtrack, so it got me thinking about what other horror movies have fantastic soundtracks. And in, in,
0: any instance where I get to bring up head be makes uh, me happy, so I get to for this conversation. I can't, I
1: can't have this conversation with Scott because he like doesn't hear music for some reason, and yeah. No. Uh, so you know, uh, I they even had uh the the Final Destination movie uh even managed to make me really get into a uh, a Shine Down song,
0: which was which is uh
1: you know that takes a lot of work. So, but um, so give me some of your standout horror soundtracks
0: uh so first things first i want to give a little background on this i you know we were talking about the final destination movies and had some downtime last week so i rewatched, um part three because i was fairly certain about it but i wanted to be sure when i texted you um the song killing time by head p plays during one of the kill scenes yeah and what's really funny about that is, you know, that movie came out in 06. Head P had released three albums since the song that's featured in that movie. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, it was probably just the label owned the rights to it. But some of like my personal favorites, uh, you know, as a goth kid, and this one got me into a band I really enjoyed when I was younger. Um Uh, The Queen of of the Damned soundtrack. Okay, yeah. Uh, I really liked the fact that, like, they didn't have the ability or, like, you know, there was something with the label Jonathan Davis was on. So all the songs he did for the movie, they couldn't use him on for the soundtrack. So they brought in uh, Jay Gordon from Orgy, Chester Bennington. I think Chino does one of the songs. Let me see here. Let me get this pulled up real quick. Now, uh, Wayne Static from Static X, David Draymond, Mansa, Uh, you know, they brought in all these people to, um, like, do the songs he did in the movie, but then they also, like, they featured some, like, lesser-known band, a band called Dry Cell, who ended up having, like, a fantastic album uh, and a group called The Kidney Thieves, who I ended up seeing and were... I don't know how to describe them live. They showed up late <laughs> and had an electronic drum set, so they literally only played four songs. Okay, but then the it, it's a female vocalist, and she um, excuse me, I something caught in my throat. She was in the mosh pit during the primer fifty five set, so I was like, okay, mad mad respect there. Um. But it's it's a personal favorite of mine. Also, the Freddy vs. Jason soundtrack has a lot of good new metal on it. And to get kind of like get out of my actual like wheelhouse, um, (laughs) I say that and then I say this: the score to Blade Two is actually (laughs) really freaking good. I knew you were going to bring up Blade Two. You always do. Going to bring up Blade Two, but uh, what about you? What, What what about you? What are some of yours?
1: Uh, I will tell you a couple of uh, that you don't normally think about when you hear uh good soundtracks for horror movies uh the thing
0: oh yeah has
1: a great like I, I, i'm I'm counting soundtrack and score kind of the same thing uh, absolutely uh, but uh so yeah John carpenter's the thing uh Halloween three has a really big badass uh, synth soundtrack that I love. Um, and I'll, I'll tell you one that uh, I'll, like a lot of people love, but you don't think about it when you hear. Uh, but when I tell you, you're going to be like, holy shit, that's a great soundtrack. Return of the Living Dead.
0: Oh, yeah. The Return of the Living Dead is a soundtrack I wish you could find on uh, vinyl. And there have been um, a couple newer ones I've purchased. Um there's a movie called we are still here that has just oh, yeah. a really, really good score. Um, I got the, the, they live score that I'm, I'm sure you're going to be excited to check out because of the way the slip cover works and everything. Uh,
1: if it's anything like that board game, uh, the packaging behind the board game, which you know, is friggin' awesome. Oh yeah. Um,
0: the, the vinyls the same way. I love that. I love that.
1: Um, uh also underrated horror soundtrack slash score uh the first creep show has, oh yeah has a really good has a really good musical accompaniment uh to it so um and you know I would hate myself if I didn't say uh Friday the thirteenth part six jason lives uh which is alice cooper heavy, but uh there are also several other Great songs on that soundtrack that are fantastic. Um, if you if you've never had a chance to listen to the Friday the Thirteenth Part Six Jason Lives soundtrack, you owe it to yourself to do it.
0: To stay in the realm of John Carpenter, I'll also throw out the Fog.
1: Yeah, the Fog has a great, great score uh, slash soundtrack that is very. Very true. John Carpenter gets a lot of really good um, music on, um, on his movies. So he understands the importance of, um, of good music. So, um, but um, I w- I actually watched it again, uh, last week, and as much as I don't necessarily think the movie is I think I gave it three stars. Um the music that goes with it uh is fantastic and a beautiful accompaniment to it. Candyman, the 92 Candyman. Um and yeah that's a good one too. Um I don't like the movie at all, but the music with Hellraiser is good. Um, that's true. I've been writing notes about all this, like all week ever since you told me, um, uh, about, uh, the final destination stuff. I started writing down yeah. horror movies that had, um, uh, great music in case we were ever going to do this. And then I got to spring it on you. So it's fine. So
0: I also need to look up Texas chainsaw massacre. 2003. Yeah. Sound track
1: that one starts out with um it starts out with uh uh is that the one that starts with sweet home alabama uh
0: i think i'm not sure but like again from my perspective like the the sound and you know this was at a point where like some movies were releasing soundtracks that like didn't have the music from the movies yeah Uh, so like the quote unquote soundtrack for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre like remake has like fuck Pantera but like has Hatebreed, Static X Seether, Nothing Face, 40 Below Summer uh, Fear Factory like just a whole bunch of again like a whole bunch of shit I like like give
1: me that good shit that's like uh, that's like the and it's not horror at all (laughs) But the uh the condemned with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh yeah. And they uh they they put out that soundtrack that had the uh one friggin' nickelback song that they spent like all the budget on, and that was a song that played over the end credits. Mm-hmm. And it was like what? You spend all that money you. for it and you, you put it over the credits.
0: I can tell you one of the worst soundtracks. What's that? Ghost Ship. They paid oh. money for that one Mudvayne song and Motherfucker they use
1: it like oh six God, times. I play that way too much. Like, you talk about a movie that I was so hyped four minutes into that movie and then it just kind of like, it just flushes away. Uh, and is, that being said, like, I don't hate it. No, but it's not. I wouldn't watch it again.
0: Uh, yeah, it's like... It's one of those things that like it constantly pops up on my um, like recommended Amazon oh, yeah. for like the the not the Criterion the like the Scream Factory, mm-hmm. but it's like and you know I've almost pulled the trigger a couple times, but it's like I'm not dropping twenty or like I'm not dropping thirty one dollars no. after tax,
1: no on fucking Ghost Ship, no. I need to see if there's a because, you know, an underrated and I say this every year because I always forget that AMC plays it every year is uh the I think it's like oh three, the House of Wax. Oh, yeah. Like I like that movie makes me super uncomfortable at some points because it is like gross, but it is so good. Hey, and I've. Uh... Oh, go ahead.
0: Uh, several years ago, I picked up It was a two-pack on Blu-ray It was 13 Ghosts and House of Wax For like
1: $5 Well, House of Wax is worth $5 Yeah, I forgot
0: <sighs> how fucking Bad that 13 Ghosts oh, remake is horrible Especially like, when you look At the fucking cast, the yeah. Tony Shaloub And Matthew Lillard
1: Right, should be incredible, but it is, it is such a mess Of a movie, it is so bad um, But yeah, that two pack is saved by House of Wax because nobody ever talks about House of Wax, but it is such a damn good movie. Oh, yeah. And it is brutal at some points. And it is like, it is under your skin gross at some point. Like, ugh, yeah, ugh, it just, it creeps me out. But like, I always forget about it until AMC will play. Like, AMC plays all of the Halloween sequels. And I swear, I swear to you. It is like a superpower that I have that if I turn on Halloween 4, like if I turn on AMC and they're playing Halloween 4, it will always be that point in the movie where uh the like the weird religious guy picks him up in that truck and he's like drinking and he's telling him about like the end of the world and everything like somehow Every single time that I turn on AMC and they're playing Halloween 4, it is always that friggin' part. Yeah. I don't I don't understand why. So it's a superpower that I'm, like, magnetized to that part of the movie on TV. I don't know. But I haven't seen them play House of Wax this year, so I'm going to need to watch it myself. Um, because... I mean, it's become a. I'm not opposed <laughs> to that idea. It it has become a yearly thing for me now that I didn't know that I needed to feel like Halloween was right. You know, that like it is yeah. Halloween time uh, because I saw House of Wax. So, uh, it, it's one of those where like, as soon as I realized like three minutes ago that I hadn't seen it yet, I'm like, it feels wrong so uh maybe tomorrow i can watch that i don't know uh while i'm watching um uh to see if uh round 15 or 16 they elect this show the speaker of the house of representatives because at some point they're gonna break down and they're just gonna have to vote for us
0: so absolutely man like we've offered our services no
1: votes none yet no votes none yet um there's always tomorrow
0: i want to get in the rewind machine for a moment yeah um to take it back a couple of weeks when we were talking about worst entries in franchises now that you've gone through the entire Final Destination franchise. Yeah. Which is the worst?
1: Uh it's gotta be it's gotta be four. Yeah. Because because the rest of them are at least like connected and like they really make an effort to kind of keep that mythology but four just doesn't and it just it feels like I know that they were trying to do kind of a reboot thing kind of uh, but I will say I will say that the uh, the racetrack incident number one has the shine down song that that uh, perked my ears up and also that that was one, that was a very, very cool, um, like wreck sequence that they did. Uh, yeah, I will say that, uh, whoever does those, like whoever's in charge of how those play out needs a raise because those are like, those are always, every single one of them is incredible.
0: Yeah um but yeah it's also the only one that doesn't feature tony todd in some
1: way shape or form yeah that's how you know it's it's not that great um because um yeah tony todd is um uh like his recurring character is a fun it's not even an Easter egg, but it's just like a fun part where like he's, he's always around and it kind of, you kind of have that like, yeah, he's the coroner, but you're like, he, he, he is death in this. Like he is, oh, yeah. he is death. And like, that's kind of the wink is like, you know, cause he knows the rules and he knows everything. And he, he's like the guy. And it's because like you look at it and you're like, yeah, he's he's death, and yeah, uh,
0: so because that was um one of the bits, like because he's not he doesn't play the coroner in part three, but he's the he does two different voiceovers. I know he does the one for um he's the voiceover at the amusement park when they're waiting in line for the um roller coaster, yeah, 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 and I can't remember what his other voice is, but I know he's got like he voices two separate parts in part three,
1: and can we just say that sure. like that you know um uh Morgan Freeman gets a lot of credit for his voice and how his voice sounds, uh James Earl Jones gets a lot of uh praise for how his voice sounds, but Tony Todd, especially in those is like his voice is like is perfect. So it's a nice touch. I even he was the only thing that got me through the first 15 minutes of Hatchet. Because he's in it for literally like 2 minutes and it's the best 2 minutes of that movie. It's like It's like how uh from Dusk Till Dawn 2 has uh the sticker on the front that says it has Bruce Campbell in it but it's like yeah he has an elevator ride and he's in it for like a minute and a half it's basically like yeah they say hatchet with Tony Todd and you're like "Mm, but not really
0: yeah he certainly is in in the movie but like is he really though no
1: is he really though no uh but yeah, Final Destination movies. Uh, I have to... I have to go back and I have to say that 4 is my least. So what we need to do now, at some point, if you want to do it now, we can. If you want to do it another week, we can. We've done the worst entry in every franchise, but now we need to go back and do the best. That can be... Nice. We can do that next week. Alright, we'll do that next week. Um, and so we'll... Uh, I, I will take that, and I will uh, preserve that idea in Tupperware so that it does not go stale uh, for next week. <laughs> it, will be, uh, it will remain fresh for next week. So, yeah, what we'll do is we will, um, we'll go over all those franchises that we went over for uh, the worst entry, and we'll do the best entry. Um, I watched uh, the 1930s Frankenstein uh, late last week. And okay. I put the review of that up on my letter um and um, I think my review was pretty great because I gave it uh I gave it a pretty good score uh because it was still let's take a look let's take a look see yeah, oh it's gonna make me take a look it's gonna make me oh sad.
0: shit they have never hied alone two on there I need to review that,
1: yeah, I watched that also uh we need to talk about that we need to talk about uh
0: <laughs> that's a good that's a good review i feel
1: like that review is pretty accurate uh i gave it i gave it four stars and uh, i believe you can also attest that that review is true um oh yeah no if uh, not
0: i'll be able to after this weekend <laughs> uh
1: never hike alone to uh the friday the 13th fan film uh was put up uh on friday the 13th and um i did, i finally got around to watching it Um, it's, um, I have a couple of, I have a couple of qualms with it, um, -hmm. because they, like, they bring back actors who were actually in, most of them, Friday the 13th Part 6 is kind of like where they spring from, including, uh, Deputy Handsome, um, Uh, who's now Sheriff uh, Rick Cologne, um, who was a deputy in the first one. He was the handsome guy with the mustache. And so here's my issue, like my biggest issue with that whole thing. Is it his
0: blue frame glasses, which are distracting in every goddamn scene (laughs) he's in?
1: It is pretty distracting. Is that his character actually has a face-off with Jason in the movie In in Friday the 13th part six. Like, he sees Jason, he shoots Jason, and he is aware that Jason has killed his boss, uh, the sheriff, at that point. And yet, in this one, he's like, Jason's not real. It's a fictional thing. You know, Jason is not real and never was real and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, dude, you literally became sheriff because Jason killed the other sheriff. Yep. So you have no real reason to doubt the truth. Like you watched Tommy Jarvis chain him to the bottom of the, of the lake. Like you were, you were literally standing there lakeside watching that happen. How can you stand, you stand there with a straight face and say that it never happened or that it was, that he's not real. I don't understand.
0: People are dumb, man. That's true. There's a there's yeah. a lot of that going around. Also, um, I appreciate that they they went the Grand Theft Auto way of numbering that never hike or never hike alone in the snow is not the second one.
1: Yeah, it's like never hike alone, never hike in the snow, never hike alone too. So they kind of. Then with
0: the GTA because there was Grand Theft Auto, Grand Theft Auto 1969, then Grand Theft Auto
1: 2. Yep. Uh, I also kind of um, like the uh, we're supposed to believe that the hiker um, has all this trauma, has to have emergency surgery to keep him alive. Barely comes out of it alive because we don't know, you know, if he's going to make it or not uh but spoilers for this movie by the way uh yeah i should have said that before i really started going to go into the plot whatever um so you know the, the there there's that moment where he's where, where tommy is like you make sure he's alive and the doctor's like i don't know we'll see because he's pretty bad but i'll do my best and they so he barely pulls through and then like three scenes later he's back like tackling jason
0: yeah, And I'm like well, and he's like Wait. there's No sign that he's hurt Or injured no. at all when he's like up and Getting his bag ready
1: yeah and he's Like oh he needs me I'm out and The, the doctor's like uh dude you almost Died and he's like I can't Tell and they just like go To the like because like the scene Before it he's asking him like What building did you see this and he's like oh, I just Don't know I don't remember like it hurts everything My brain hurts I can't do this and then he's like Oh cool let me pack my shit up and let's go Fine. Not bandaged, not anything. Oh, you're getting attacked by Jason. Let me tackle him on your behalf. So, uh, a couple of issues that I had. I mean, it's a Friday the 13th movie, so can I really nitpick it? But, um, it was, it was a fun, it was a fun little hour and 20 minutes or whatever it is. Um, uh, a lot of people in letter on the letterboxed reviews are, um, I think they gave it too high of a score. Uh a lot of people gave it too high of a score in my opinion. I think I gave it a solid 3 uh which I've been giving out a lot of threes lately. I don't know why, but um I just my default is just 3. Are you like me
0: like uh, and, and 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 I think this is what skews me is is I, I think like Movie review sites and IGN have kind of fucked me where, like, anything less than three stars to me is bad.
1: That used to be my problem with, uh, way back in the day, uh, Electronic Gaming Monthly magazine, which, by the way, yeah. was like the gold standard of video game magazines, in my opinion. Uh, where it was like they had to go, they had to put a, uh, like a disclaimer in front of their review section that was like, A7 is. A really high score, and just yeah. because a game gets less than a seven does not mean it's a bad game. Because apparently, like, you know, there would be a game that would come out and they would someone would give it like a six point five, and they'd get all this hate mail for like, why are you shitting all over this game and giving it a six point five, and they're like, a five is average. Yeah, and so like that's how I try and look at Letterboxd. I'm like two and a half is average. And so I'm like if I get through a movie and I'm like it was okay like it wasn't amazing like I don't really want to watch it again but it wasn't like offensive to me I'll give it a three I can agree with that I'm basically like the, the movie has to give me a reason not to give it a three either positive or negative negative. and if I get through it and I'm like eh, then it's a three if I'm like that was pretty good, then maybe it gets a four. If I'm like, eh, it wasn't really that good, then maybe it gets a two. But like three is kind of like my you got to You got to convince me to not give you a three. Oh, yeah. So that's kind of my because I've uh, of the like here are the last. I'm not going to say what the movies are, but here are my last reviews. Uh, Three, four, three, two, three, three and a half, two, three, three, three and a half. Two and a half, two and a half, three, three, three and a half, three, four, three. So I give a lot of
0: threes. Meanwhile, mine, three or four, three, two and a half, three and a half are my last four. See, like it's it's uh, and and that's that being why said, I gave a shutter original three stars. Okay. So
1: Okay. Nothing wrong with that. Um I just like I'm I'm sad that uh American Hoarders is back and there I am uh I don't want him to hear this and get mad at me, but uh for some reason I keep tuning in when like the same movies are playing every time. Um mm-hmm. because it's been back for like two weeks, two and a half weeks at this point, and I've seen like the same three movies every single time I go to sign on and, and, and I pull it up and i know it's just me because it's it's just the times i'm picking but um uh, they're playing stuff that i'm like eh. um but they did play that one uh if you can find it uh there's one that's that's actually like it's it's pretty fun it's um what's it called hold on uh terror on alcatraz and it's from 1986 uh it drags a little bit in a few parts but it's pretty fun it's about this guy who um he he used to be on alcatraz and um he like there's um like from the 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 escape from alcatraz he's he's looking in an old prison cell for a map to a safety deposit box key because that's got a bunch of money and stuff in it and so he's and like jewels and stuff like that so um he goes to take like the tour of Alcatraz to try and like sneak over to that cell that has the map in it but there are a there's a group of people that are also taking the tour and they want to stay and party on Alcatraz so they're kind of getting in his way uh so it's it's kind of fun and the guy uh the guy who's the main character is um like he's a he's a very ham it up actor so it's it's a pretty Aldo fun, Ray Yeah he's 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 pretty over the top with it and um it's very very like of its time so like there's a bunch of stuff where you're like that shit would never fly in movies today but yeah. um it's it's a fun little I don't know if it's on YouTube or anything sometimes you can look them up and they're on YouTube but like yeah that one pretty fun to watch uh, and they've they've played that one a few times and so when that one comes on i'll usually watch a good half hour of that one um because it's pretty fun but uh um yeah they need they need to start uh giving me some more in there i keep waiting to see if haunted ween is going to show up hint hint
0: it's a haunted house on a haunted ween. da. da, da,
1: da, da, da. The biggest party you ever oh my seen. Oh god, what a great, what a great movie. So good. Holy that shit. That song fucks, man. Like, yeah, you want to talk about a movie with a great soundtrack. That one song is it. Uh, and they, No joke,
0: my, my, my buddy John, who's in the punk band, has been like, dude, we, we, can, we could rip this. He's like, <sighs> we could rip this soundtrack. And we could like, he's like, we could sell 100 tapes of this for <laughs> like 15, 20 bucks a piece and yeah. make some money.
1: Yeah. We got to. I got to go back and listen to when we had um, Doug Robertson on, and he, he. We we asked him about the music, and he talked about who did it, and the the guy. He said like the guy that did it would like. He's like, oh, he would love that people liked that song as much as they do so i
0: fucking love that song because
1: we were like gushing about it and he's like oh he would love to know that you guys love that song as much as you do because he was just like this would be great dan and i'm like it is fucking awesome so uh yeah if you've never had the chance to see haunted ween uh i will change your life right now you can look it up and the whole movie is on youtube for free And it is not a waste of your time. No, like that's one movie that like, I will, I will recommend that movie to everybody on Halloween season. So. If you only have time for one more. scurry movie this year. Make it haunted ween yeah yeah i stand yeah by that. i stand by that.
0: it's so good it's just um, so good
1: here are some other uh by the way um when i um pop open this tupperware to tell you other topics that i had um potentially in mind for this week's episode that we also need to talk about before the end of halloween season um which horror movie characters did better than you expected in their respective movies? Ooh. Um, also you and I both have the exact same feeling about pretty much verbatim of the franchise Jeepers Creepers. Um, Has there Mm -hmm. ever been a horror franchise tank as bad after the original worse than Jeepers Creepers? Fuck. That is a topic that we need to talk about another week. Um, So those are, those were two other alternates that I had uh, that we did not talk about this time, but will be coming up in part of our Halloween season because there are like those two topics are too good not to do. And we've never done anything like those before. So um maybe we can do one of those after um maybe next week we can do we see like we're we're planning this on the fly. Um maybe next week we do uh like best from the horror franchises and then which franchises tanked after the first one because that kind of goes hand in hand. Okay. Uh so maybe that's our show next week. And see look, now we now we've already booked a show a week in advance. Yay. So if anybody else does it. Also, the news broke today speaking of scary movies, if you have not seen uh the our social media yet that uh it was announced the news broke today that on Halloween the first ever TN2M horror short movie will be on our YouTube page on Halloween morning. So that's going to be fun. It's called Is Someone There? And uh, it is uh, in the final stages right now. It's going to be done for Halloween. So we're going to premiere that on our YouTube page. So make sure that you are following you are subscribed to the YouTube page so that you don't miss it, uh, and we'll have a uh, a link shortly coming up because we're gonna do like a premiere for it where like the page will be live, but the video won't be up. But you can like bookmark it or go to it or whatever. Like we're gonna set a premiere for it, which will be really cool. So oh, that'll be awesome. Um, so yeah, we'll have a horror movie, a horror short coming up this Halloween, so that's pretty awesome. Um, but, uh, uh, and then I also saw that uh, I think it's, is it f- this Friday, is it the 20th, that uh, Saw X comes to digital already? Really? I think it is. I think that's what I saw, so that means I'll be watching that, because uh, I just finished the uh, the Saw franchise, so I'll need to watch Saw X to uh, complete everything, so uh, yeah, it's coming to VOD on 10 to Sweet. So, yeah, I'll have to watch that uh, while I'm on vacay next week. Because uh, I will not have time this weekend to watch it because I will be busy carrying around a giant sign. Fuck my life. All right. Um. You. Yeah. Um. I don't know about you we're we're a couple minutes short this week so if you have anything else that you want to talk about now is a good time shit oh just a very
0: quick topic yeah so someone tried to put me in my place oh on a reddit thread today okay about uh who do you think is the best wrestler to never win a world championship all right I said Mr. Perfect. That's a good choice. Someone said actually oh, stop he won that. the AWA World Championship. Like, I don't mean to be an asshole. Um actually I kind of do. Yeah. Like, if I say world champion uh five, I'll even I'll even include impact yeah. slash the NWA title up until like two thousand six. Okay. I'll include impact up until about 2010. Um, but if I say world champion and tell tell me if I'm wrong when I say these, do you think WCW ECW WWE mm-hmm. AEW and impact? Yeah. And really drop impact off of that. Do you think of those four other companies?
1: Yeah. I think of like when I think of world title, I think of like national or International promotions, not regional or territory promotions. Yeah, that's what I think of. And so, yeah, I would, yeah, I would, I, I would call you right on that.
0: Yeah. Uh... But yeah, that like. <coughs> that like royally pissed me off where I was like, really? You're going to try and call me out like that. Yeah. That's,
1: that's stupid. Like that's nitpicky stupid. That's like, like, yeah, that's, that's someone just trying to be like, well, actually I'm right. And it's like, yeah, that's
0: someone just trying to flex their dick and their knowledge. So that's the kind of person I've told you about this before. Like the Reddit thread that royally pissed me off when it was like, 2018 and someone was still calling Seth Rollins Tyler Black and it's like I get it you watch indie wrestling like cool you liked Ring of Honor
1: like good for you Uh, yeah fucks yeah you're dumb Uh, wrestling fans are stupid but I will also say that uh, there are several wrestlers uh, that also need their internet privileges taken away um, yeah, that, yeah. Before I started on that, and it's called it's considered bullying, and then I get yelled at by one of these thin-skinned wrestlers. Um, I'm just saying that uh, uh, muting and blocking has been, um. Is is really good for everybody on social media.
0: Yeah, it's also been great not having Facebook or Twitter. <laughs> yeah, that
1: is very true. Um Twitter is uh man, Twitter is is is, is, is changing, man. It's not for the better. No. It is changing. Yeah. Um and I can't I, I still can't get into threads like i tried and i just i never remember to do it i never remember to do anything with threads so i've just i have like three posts and they're all like huh maybe i should use this more and then i just don't yeah so whatever um we didn't even talk about the fact that friggin boo buckets are back at mcdonald's I know. See, here's, okay, here's, if you're, if you're playing chess, you do what I do, right? Here's, here's, here's how uh, I'm gaming the system when it comes to Boo Buckets, right? So, you know, like, to get a Boo Bucket, it's basically like the toy in the Happy Meal, right? Like, they consider that the quote-unquote toy, right? So Mm -hmm. you, you have to get a Happy Meal. So what you do is, throughout your time, If you eat at McDonald's, even like I don't even want to say regularly, if you eat there like every few months, whatever you sign up for the rewards program. Right. And you get points because every so many points you can redeem for free food. Now, the only thing that you can redeem for that's like a quote unquote like a meal is Is a kid's meal is a happy meal. So, I'm just saying, if you play your cards right, you can actually have enough points to get several Happy Meals for free, thus getting you free Boo Buckets. That's playing chess when you're is playing chess. That is baby. fair. So, uh, with that, uh, another, another friendly tip. Uh, just the tip. From your uncle Chris. Uh, with that,
0: we're
1: out of time. We're out of time. we are we're out of time, man. Like, let me tell you, I gotta, um, I gotta, kind of, I'm gonna tell you how it's gonna work. Uh, with the like, when we come back and we like, I redo the intro because it's gonna be, it's gonna actually be like easier for me, but it's gonna sound so much cooler. And um, I'm really, really excited about how it's coming together. Um, But uh, everybody else will be able to hear that uh, after our holiday break. But with that, make sure to go to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash at symbol TN2M shows. Or, of course, you can uh, just search for TN2M shows in the search bar and you can uh, we have a new show that starts this week Starts on Friday, the sit-down stand-up comedy special where uh, several hosts will uh, be doing uh, telling stories stand-up style. Uh, We've got a couple really, really good ones that we're launching with, Uh, of course, who wrote that shopping list, and our horror short, the first ever TN2M shows horror short, which will be launching on Halloween, so you don't want to miss all those, so go ahead and subscribe to the channel now. And uh, you can turn on that notification bell so that you never miss when we upload something. Cause you never know when we're going to be uploading something new. So be sure to check that out. That's all I got. And as always,
0: thanks for listening. We like most of you, some of you, a few of you, we like each other. That's true. We do like each other. Yeah. That's we do like true. each other. Yeah. Um, stoked to see you this weekend, buddy. Very excited. It should be a good time coming up. Um, yeah, Friday we'll be at Ye Old Scare Fest. We'll be hanging out, partying, doing our thing. So, um, yeah, catch us there if you're there. If not, catch us next week. We'll be back and ready for you. And until then, please stay safe, stay happy, keep doing what you're doing. We'll be back at you next week. Get your buttholes ready. And thank you for being our friends. I said, get your buttholes ready. Prepare with your anus. Benefits.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I talked over you. You can finish that again if you want. Oh, oh no, we're good. All right. <laughs>